Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Gross, the boss man. John Rona V, week 25. And it's good to be back in your room. Yeah, it's nice. This is where I want to be. I don't know why we ever go back to the studio. Yeah, this might be a huge shift. Well, everyone's learning things during COVID. Work from home. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've been going to this big, spacious office, and I think it's going to be... Maybe not safer, but more comfortable for us to just both be on my bed. Yeah, it's it's definitely way more comfortable. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right yeah, here across. This is great for me. We got the AC. It's a little bit hot in here right now, but we'll turn. We'll make sure that we hurry this mm-hmm. segment up so we can get the AC going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right, though, John. We stay home for everybody else uh, to keep them safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wear your mask, all that good stuff. Uh, big show today. We have... Our teacher, our history teacher, Mr. Holiday, uh, Steve Holiday. I don't want to call him Steve. Yeah, Steve. I also didn't even know his name was Steve until yeah. today, so I can't call him Steve. Well, he lied to us. He said it was Mister back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know what? F that. It's tough to learn your teachers lie to you, but <laughs> uh, Mr. Holiday is a, a U.S. history teacher at Stanford, eighth grade. Stanford Middle School, go Hawks. The is the Gate program. We were in the Gate program. Not a big deal or anything like that. Uh, one of our favorite teachers ever, honestly. But it was the first day of school, right? Is that today? Yeah, it was just the first day of school. Tuesday. Tuesday, the first day of school. So we have him on to talk about uh, the new the new way of learning. Mm-hmm. The new way of learning. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people, if, if some of those kids went to the YMCA to help them out. It's got to be easier for him, though, because, of, because his kids are in eighth grade. Like, we know how to use a computer. Right. Yeah, like, first grade's tough. I mean... First through like fifth has got to be difficult, right? Do they have a recess? In f- first they're through doing, fifth, I know they're doing PE. Like I talked to this one elementary school teacher that's just like she just tosses a she just shares her screen on YouTube. Some like guy in Australia. No way. And he leads them all through your PE every day. Dude, that's so tight. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I wonder yeah. what Brooklander's up to. We should just be see that's a, all the money's in YouTube right now. You got to start a YouTube channel. Well, we have one. Yeah, you're right. But we got to do daily. Okay. Your daily lesson from Paul and John. I don't really want to work out, though. Well, no. Ours isn't physical education. Ours is uh, life. Yeah, that's true. We Oh, etiquette. We should teach etiquette, etiquette online. Yeah, etiquette that's online. That's nice. That's nice. And once... Someone set that up for us. And once uh, restaurants come back where you could go inside, yeah. the restaurants are going to be so impressed when all these little kids come in and they know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how much to tip. You know, they don't teach that in school nowadays. See, we'll do it for free now, and then in the long term, probably all the restaurants will pay us. I'm in. I'm in 100%. All right. 
I had a big weekend last weekend, John. I went to Scottsdale. Uh, I might be the best golfer of all time now, which is big for me. Not better than you. Second best well, behind hot, you. Hot seat Jason Day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something about Scottsdale, John. It's hot. If there was no pool in Scottsdale, I don't know how people live there. I really don't. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Who? And I bet you some houses don't have pools, so what are they doing? I don't know. Dude, it was a, it was 108 when I was golfing, and I'm driving on the car, the cart, and it feels like there were like a hair dryer blowing on my face. It was a nightmare, but I was absolutely obliterated the whole trip. Good. Threw up for the first time in probably a year and a half. Uh, bachelor party. Yeah, it was a bachelor party on Sunday. Sunday, I just let it all go, dude. Yeah. I had so much wine at uh, at the. Re- we went to Fogo de Chao. You ever been there? Oh no, well, I, all you can eat spot. Really? Yeah, I really got to go to Fogo de Chao. Meat. Next, it's next meats. time I'm in the area, it's all meats. It's all you can eat meats. Yeah, like that. What's that place over here? Oh yeah, you know Greenfields. Greenfields. It's just like that. I've never been to Greenfield. Churiscaria. Yeah, that's it. And they're just cutting stuff, dude. I, they. You know what's messed up about that place? They kept coming out so fast, and you can't hear what they're saying because everybody's got a mask on and whatnot. But they kept just saying, do you want some of this? And I'm like, yes. I don't know what it is, but I want it. And I couldn't remember which one was my favorite because I didn't know which one was which. Yeah, that's what happens. Well, it's all good. You know me. I'm not as cultured as some people when it comes to the meats. I like burgers. I mean, I like all meats. I like every kind of food. But I wish they would like have a little name tag that says, this is a brisket. Mm, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, something like that. Also crushed a bunch of wine, dude, like I Good. said. Yeah, me too. And you know what I did? I kept, because I was right by the wine cellar, so I kept looking at like the different wines, and I was impressing the shit out of the lady. Yeah. Because she'd say, this is this, and I'd be looking at the bottles in the in the thing, and I'd be like, oh, is that from Argentina? And she'd be like, yeah, it is from Argentina. And I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? I know exactly about that. My good buddy, he's actually a sommelier. Wow, you talked about me yeah, on your trip. Yeah, I brought you up. Wow. I brought you up. Nice. What'd, well, you, what'd you do last weekend? Anything sick? Uh... I went for my last big last straw at Water's Edge Winery while oh, I still have the membership brother. because the membership just ended. Boy, did I get drunk there. Yeah, I uh, like that. But I actually have some breaking news. Oh, no. Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay, hit me. Water's Edge Winery, he's going to open a tasting room on 2nd Street. Pretty sure we're breaking that news. I don't even know if it's like finalized. That's huge. Well, can we get the first taste? Mm-hmm. That's big. He already said he always talks about you. Oh, thank God, Colin Mitzenmacher. Yeah, Colin Mitzenmacher. He That's loves my you. guy. Yeah, uh, he's gonna let us go in there. I think do the first taste. We'll uh, we'll make sure it's up to Second Street standards. I didn't tell him that you may or may not be the incoming Belmont Business Association president. But yeah, I think he's gonna have to run it through me. Yeah, it would make sense for him to come through uh, us before any final decisions are made. What does that mean if it's a tasting room? Well, because. It's a winery in downtown because he literally makes the wine there. Right. Okay. So the, he'll serve the wine on he, Second Street. Okay. Okay. Does that, that make sense? sense? So we could we could hang out there. It's yeah. not just one take. Like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You could you could you could spend all all day there. So they got goat cheese balls uh, and stuff like goat, that. They'll have a small menu, a little tasting room. Let's say we want to go to Simsy's. Mm. All right, it's gonna be right right next door or like a few doors down yeah i've seen it you know we'll go get a little tasting room go to the simpsons have a nice little meal then we'll come back and have a little more wine i'm well i might just stay with the wine they got good sangria at simpsons oh, though don't, don't get me started on simpsons have you seen it or I'm have not, you been there i oh well 
I, oh, I, you know what? I went down to Second Street today for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And I love those little parklet things that they got yeah, out there. Yeah, they're not too bad. You know what? There's not a lot of room because the traffic is, is it's not getting affected that much. But like my car, the power steering's out. So it's a little bit difficult to maneuver mm. and whatnot. True. So there's not a lot of room to work with, but I like it a lot. Good. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I do have even bigger news, and that's pretty big news for us. That was insane news. What do we got now? Well, did we get the job at Duke? No, not oh. yet, but very Soon. close. Yeah. Yeah. This might be on the same scale. Okay. I watched Sweet Home Alabama. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What a show. What a movie. What a film. That's the first time you've seen it? Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't caught it yet. Uh, I told you to watch it. I know. I'm glad she went. Well, I, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But that well, reads, that reads Witherspoon. That, you know what? She knows how to bring the tears out of your eyes. Let me tell you something. Legally Blonde? Yeah. Uh, what a film. That's all I have to say. It's And now, well, you cut the cord. Oh, I got some breaking news as well. I cut the cord. You did? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. One, they just upped my bill like 50 bucks. So I'm paying, I was paying 170 for basic cable and internet. It's like, what in the world That's is that? That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And my sister, who's got DirecTV, she works for AT&T. She's got, if you want the, if you ever want the, the password and username of her for her information, we got all the channels. And it's, everything streams. Everything streams. You, But no pisses me off huh. is I was about to text everyone, not everyone, well, like a lot of people. About the golf? No, 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 no. Uh. I was just going to text like our friends. Okay. About the, what? About it's the Derby. Do we want to do like a party, like backyard TV, all stuff? And I realized I don't even have TV. Yeah, that's true. So it's kind of shitty. That is shitty. Uh, but we could stream that. We have NBC Sports. But like, do I put my computer in the backyard? Like, how's that work? Well, do you have like a Roku on the TV out there? No. See, that's what you need to get. Yeah, I need to get it's a Roku. It's about 30 bucks. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it. We should get sponsored by Roku. That'd be sick. That would be nice. Well, because we always use it. You <laughs> we literally know? don't have one. <laughs> no, but I have one. I have one. All right. So that's what you did. Huh? You... I watched Sweet Home Alabama. And let me... I didn't know they played the song in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They really make a good use to it. At the end, she says, play something slow. Oh, oh shit. You know boy. what? And I knew and, it was coming. Yeah. And everyone knows, but you don't know. And then it happens. And it's just... So did you cry? You did cry. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean. If you, you walk out of that movie without tears in your eyes, are you even a human? Yeah, you try not to cry when you watch that movie. I dare you. Yeah. Especially, I, especially like a couple of wine glasses deep. Yeah, yeah. Had a little uh, seltzer in me actually at the time. Really? Oh, yeah. you, you're drinking seltzers now. Well, steady brewing over here. My my spot, my absolute spot now. Uh, unbelievable watermelon seltzer. You would love this stuff. I'm in. It's so good. Well, you're, uh, yeah. Yeah. You have my attention. I mean, it was a Sunday. I wasn't getting drunk, but you know, you go to Baja Sonora, you get a little food, and next thing you know, you got a few seltzers in you. Next thing you know, you're watching Sweet Home Alabama, and you can't stop crying. That's incredible. Wait, so that's not to go. That's, you're drinking it You can do it to go. No, you can do it to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it today. You pick up a little sixer. Sixer jixer. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'd be doing, I'd crush a whole, you know what? I'm going to try to shut it down drinking for a while. That's probably untrue. I'm probably going to get black today. Let's just get blacked three times a week. That's what I'm going for. How's that sound? 
Well, it's not you don't you don't get drunk when you drink wine. That's just that's true. It's taking the edge off. It helps your heart. Yeah, it does help your heart and your cholesterol. That's proven. That's an absolute fact. Studies have shown that it may or may not improve cholesterol. Oh, I have some news for you actually. I forgot to tell you this. I got a parking ticket. What the fuck, Bobby? Bobby, look, here's the deal. This is here's the deal. I have Bobby's back on everything. Everything that he does. I said, you know what, Bobby? You take me to a winery. You do whatever you want. I'll vote for you or do whatever. You know what I mean? Well, you have to pay for everything. Maybe throw me like 500 bucks. Yeah. Other than that, I'm in. I'll do whatever you want. And then this dickhead, he doesn't... First off, he didn't even do anything when I got my car stolen. Yeah. Right? So that's sure. why I have to park somewhere else. By the way, now I'm parking in the garage. So I dare those people to come steal my car again. And I'll tell you why. Because it's so hard to steal it with the parking power steering out oh they don't even know if they can yeah they'd give up they'd give up but okay anyways so i'm over i'm i just passed the two hour parking right i get a 69 dollar ticket oh boy well are you kidding me where are you parked by whaley and it says two hour parking but first i didn't even know that 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 well i don't know we're in a pandemic john it's because they you're in a pandemic yeah we are in a pandemic Well, they don't ticket. You've probably been getting away with it because it's summer. And then Cal State Long Beach. That's why they do it. Oh. Uh, well, that's still bullshit. But I thought, I don't understand Cal State Long Beach either because it, like, it's from home, but like some students are on campus. I don't get it. Yeah, I got like a, not an email, but I saw a tweet f- from them or something like that. And they were talking about parking, like well, you, getting a parking pass. Well, your girl, Jane Connolly, why don't you just ask her? That's true. That's true. I'm all aboard the Jane Connolly hype train. I haven't talked to her in a while, but I'll hit her up. I'll DM her. Oh, we got to get her on the show. I'll DM her. Uh, we should. I need to craft a, an excuse of why I parked there. Uh, should I craft the excuse that I didn't think that I thought it was okay since the corona since the coronavirus? Yeah, I didn't 100%. think that they were ticketing. Oh, do what I did. Uh, Can you send me your template? Yeah. Okay, send me your template. Well, my template is just I went. There was nowhere to say anything. I went online to pay it, and it said like. There's somewhere to like write comments or attest the thing. And I said, I was told that the city was not doing parking tickets due to the coronavirus. Say, and then, yeah, you might have to, you might have to elaborate your situation a little bit. Like say, what? Say, as a frontliner, I'm forced to go to my office and podcast. Right. And. But the garage is closed. The garage was. Yeah, the garage was closed due to, well, the cars are parked. Those stalls are not six feet apart. No, 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 that's not. That's a fact. That's a fact. They're right next to each other. There's literally a two-inch line that separates them. And I can barely even turn my wheel to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, honestly, just the fact that your frontliner podcaster should save you in this situation. That's a good point. And and here's what it is. If, If I know Bobby, and if he has an ounce of heart, he would respect that, that we're on the front lines. Yeah. Cause is he on the front lines? I mean, not really, not really. So he should respect guys like us that are on the front right. lines. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? Um, that you want to bring up? No, you don't. Well, well, we're going to, I was going to toss it to the interview, but yeah, we, let's toss it to the interview. You want to do that? All right. Let's get, let's get Mr. Holiday on the phone. Uh, Steve holiday. U.S. history teacher, Stanford Middle School. Uh, were we two of his greatest students of all time? 
You're just going to have to stay wait tuned. and find stay out. Stay yeah, Let's do that. Uh, all right, Mr. Holiday on the phone. Wow. Right? Yeah. Great. Amazing. Let's go shoe shine. On the phone. This is a very, very special guest for me and John. Maybe one of our favorite teachers of all time, Steve Holiday. Mr. Holiday. Sorry about that. Uh, Stanford Middle School history teacher, U.S. history. Hey, Mr. Holiday, great to have you on the show, man. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Hey, it's been a lot of years. We can we can go ahead and go with Steve now. It's all good. I don't think so. Uh, that doesn't work for me. No, not for me. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. And you can still get put us. You can still get us in trouble if you want. <laughs> oh yeah, think think things haven't changed, right? <laughs> no, hell no. Are you kidding me? I'm getting into more trouble now. That's the way it's supposed to be as you're getting older. <laughs> I like that. You know what fired me up is when I said, "What's up, Mr. Holiday?" You called me PS, and you used to call me PS back in the day as well. There you go. That fires me up. So how's it how's it been going? Was it was today the first day of school for you? Today was it, man. This was uh, this was ground zero today. We uh, we unloaded and. Uh, we uh, basically rolled everything out. How, well, how'd it go? Uh, you know, it was uh, a lot better than I thought. The, the expectation was, it was kind of touch and go. We didn't even know if we were going to get unloaded with all the new stuff. We had a backup plan with uh, the uh, going back to the stuff that we had in the spring with uh, the Google Meets classes and all of that stuff because we didn't, uh, we weren't sure if the system that the district had purchased, the Canvas system, was going to talk to the Synergy system. They had sent us a email uh, to, the, to the school sites saying that you guys better plan for a, a plan B in case uh, the two systems don't merge together. You know this is complicated when I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you know, no, and you know what? The funny thing is I act like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's, it, it's just... It's all it's all blur. I mean, I mean, yesterday, uh, Paul and John, I literally we had uh, last week we had training uh, Monday through Friday from eight to four. And it was constant Zoom calls about all the new stuff we were learning. It was stuff about curriculum and just school site, you know, going over safety procedures and what's going on with that. And then yesterday we got a chance to have a one-hour meeting with our principal set up and go over stuff and then we had the rest of the day to get ready for you know what was going to happen today and we had you know one teacher one teacher is what the district allowed to have one teacher trained to train all of us on this brand new system and that that teacher oh my god rock star god sent whatever you want to call her She's the only reason why we, 50 teachers at the site of Stanford, were able to get up and running today with our 1,300 kids. What was her name? Uh, Trisha Wilkerson. Trisha Wilkerson. Sounds like an angel to me. Long Beach Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, nominee. No, no, no a- absolutely no. The hours that she put in that she did not get paid for or compensated for, she literally spent um, seven, almost seven hours yesterday on a Zoom call with with individual teachers trying to get us up and running that were having problems with this system that 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 she was you know trained and then that she trained us in and and that's that's what a lot of us spent our time yesterday just on a Zoom call with her trying to figure out how to get all this stuff implemented imported 
and to get it up and running so that when the kids clicked on it, there was going to be something to do today. And, and lo and behold, from what I've heard today, everybody, everybody went rolling through. There were a couple of glitches here and there, but uh, even, even the old dogs like me, Haggerty, and Tate were able to, uh, to they, they, they taught the, the old dogs some new tricks. Of how, of how to do all this stuff. I was going to say, that was the most impressive thing, is if you guys all figured it out, like, that's pretty wild. Yeah, that's, the, and, I, and I, I'm the worst of the bunch, and for, like I said, for the three of us to be able to, to do that, I mean, you're, you're talking, this is, you know, 30 years that have gone by, and, you know, we, we definitely can handle inside the classroom, but all this new, this new technology that the young, the young kids are, are doing is is a little bit above my uh, my pay grade. So this canvas, it's it's like a hub. It's like a it's like a Google Classroom on steroids, from my from my understanding, where you can do all your content and pe- and parents and students can log in. Is there anything you like about it so far? Um, you know what? As of right now, I you know I there's so many bells and whistles that go along with it. It, it was funny because when when we got on this. I was telling somebody they were they were kind of not and they they weren't bragging they were just you know showing me all the different things that it can do and this and that and I said you know what hey I'm glad that you've got your you know your your Lexus your you know you know high profile you know SUV Mercedes Benz S class whatever you know what I just want something that I can put in I can start it I can drive it I can put it in park and get out again yeah. that's all that's that's all I wanted to do to begin with. I just I just want the basics, and then I'll upgrade later on to my serious radio, <laughs> my sunroof, and all of that stuff. I mean, it's I mean, it, it it sounds like it's a good thing. It's everything is there. The parents don't have to click in and out. They don't have to go to this site, go back to that site. It's all there, not like school loop where you had to bounce around and had to find different things, and parents didn't know where to go. But Canvas is one collection place. For everything to know do you think that your students are going to be able to retain information like um, via the zoom mean, like classroom or whatever you guys are doing like like while you're talking to them like via the computer you know what this is this is one of those things that we we have to figure it out and see if it works because obviously when we did it uh, the trial run which was from March to June we got the feedback from, you know, quite a few of the parents and the kids. And, you know, a lot of the kids, there were there were issues with being unmotivated. There was issues with not having the technology, having to take care of, you know, their siblings and all this other stuff. There were a lot of these other external factors that, you know, we needed to, you know, kind of put into, into, into motion right now and say, how are we going to up it from what we were doing back in the spring? So, you know, I think with allowing them to Zoom, the Zoom has a lot more features than the Google Meets did in terms of letting the kids do breakout rooms. Uh, you have the chat feature. You've got participation. So I kind of told my kids that, you know, when I met with them today, I said, you know, this is kind of a, a, a two-way, two ways of looking at this. When, when we're doing this virtual learning, Let's let's look at it as if we're, you know, going to the movies, because when you go to the movies, you want to be able to have your full attention, nobody bothering you, your cell phone not going off, people next to you not talking to you. You want to be able to watch that screen and you want to be able to get 
what it is that that movie is all about. But I said that, you know, virtual learning has a second kind of component to it. And that's where you've got to interact. It's almost like a webinar where you're going and you have found a topic of interest that you want to learn about. You've signed up for that webinar and whoever the teacher is for that webinar, they're going to give you information, but they're not going to expect you just to sit there for 45 minutes without participating, without showing that, you know, you're actually engaging in, in the lesson as well as being able to produce something at the end to get credit for that webinar. So I told them, I said, this, this is kind of the way virtual learning is going to be different than the spring, that we're going to look at it from these two different ways. And we've got to figure out how to, how to merge as if we're at the movies, but taking a webinar class at the same time. So that's what we kind of did today in the 35 minutes that we were together. We did a little bit of both. So you met with all your classes for 35 minutes on Zoom? We met with all classes the first two weeks. It's going to be minimum days to allow everybody to be able to navigate the system. Any glitches that happened, um, we're going to be able to hopefully get through those in the first eight days, get the kids to get all of their materials at the school site uh, starting this week so that they have all of the resources that they need along with any of the technological stuff that they need to pick up from us. It just sucks that the kids can't go to Delhi News after their minimum days. Oh God, were those were those not th those the days, man? That five dollar medium pizza. Oh that hell yeah! Special? Oh my God, we uh, still. I mean, you know what? That those 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 were you know back in the day when the the original owner of that place that place was was just magic. Uh, do you are you scared that your students are not going to fully appreciate your Hawaiian shirts over Zoom? That's a good question. You know what? I'm on full screen. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, there we go. I like that. No, there, no, it's 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 totally it's totally from the waist up, and I, I was rocking one of the Hawaiian shirts today. Matter of fact, that okay. a boy, that's my guy. There it is. Hey, are you going to be teaching or showing the movie? Well, not. I guess it's not a movie. It's a play. Hamilton. You ever seen Hamilton on Disney Plus? You know what? Um, that would be something that would probably if. I break it down into certain bits. There might be like little chunks that I can do. Uh, rarely, rarely anymore. It's it's not a it's not a full full feature for for anything because of just the time constraint and how much that we have to cover. That 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 would be too much too, too much time in class to do a whole thing. Uh, so let's get away from just this year for a second. Has anyone come through your middle school in the last? 12 years and gotten co-student of the months like Paul and I did or was that a, or was that a one and done you know what no no you know I, I have a, a little a little spot up in my room that says uh, holidays hall of fame and I, I pretty much put the kids that when they're when they're rocking a 95 percent or above and they've only lost five percent of, of the overall what they could earn I put their I put their name on a plaque up there so we, we've kind of gotten away from the students of the month and all that stuff. We, we have different things that we recognize the kids for that we really don't, you know, honor any of the kids until the end of the year when we have our eighth grade uh, awards night. So no, t no duo uh, since 2006 has dominated your class as much as John and I is what you're saying? That's it, man. I had uh, it just once, once that was happening with the two of you, 
it was it was a done show. I mean, you know what? Once once you've reached that level of greatness, it's not it's not even worth. I mean, I, I try and tell the kids, hey, this is the level that if you could ever reach this, this is what you know happened to these two guys. And you know what? I, I just can't I can't say there's been anybody that's been able to touch that yet. Superstars. Some people call us superstars. <laughs> Hey, have you uh, have you been teaching your class the story of Patrick Payne? Uh, run that by me again. He's one of the greatest Patriots of all time, Patrick Payne. It's a combination of Patrick Henry and Thomas Payne. So you're so you're bringing those two guys and melting them together. Yeah, well, we we did it for a project. Uh, I guess you you probably uh, haven't read it in the last three years, maybe. But we wrote a story about Patrick Payne. Okay. Yeah, it seems like you've lost a little bit of your common sense. Uh, you know what? That that was a long time ago. That left. <laughs> Come on now. Come what do on. you I mean, What do you think after, Thomas Paine would say about the world right now? Uh, you know, in terms of like the, the political that we're going through, just everything. Just common sense. Oh, I I I, I would probably say that most of those guys that uh, that I was able to enlighten you guys about. I'm, they're probably rolling over in their graves with all the stuff that's going on. Well, at least they died before COVID hit. Yeah, that's Cred- true. Credit to them. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, no kidding. I mean, you, you you think back to the the very beginning and the foundation of of where all this you know came from, and you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that that make sense, but then there's just other things that you know that people are doing and saying. And you just kind of want them to get a get a grip on on what reality is, and try and you know pull them pull them back to what sensibility is, you know. But you know, every, everybody's got their own way of doing it. Are you Haggy Baby and Tate gonna like Zoom together during lunchtime just for the good old days? Um, you know what? We actually there were a, a couple of days during the summertime. Uh, that we actually, oh, I, sh- I take that back. It was during the, the school year of the March through June that there's a, a small little group of us that eat lunch in my room every day, and they wanted to uh, they wanted to still eat together. So they were usually about every Thursday they were can uh, to do their their Zoom lunching because back in the spring we were done by. Um, about 11:45, and then we have the rest of the afternoon to meet with the kids in small groups or you know talk to conferencing with parents or whatever that it was so we had a little bit more of an extended uh, time to have lunch together so we usually took that thursday and we did a we did a, a zoom google meets you know whatever it was for uh, for lunch for about the six or seven of us that are in there are you allowed to be in your classroom? Are you in your classroom? Are you teaching from your classroom? Oh no, no, I signed the waiver to stay home. Oh okay, but you're but you're allowed to if you if you want to, right? We have to file a seventy two hour um, kind of note stating that we're going to be on campus. We have to go through, get screened. We have to let uh, the principal and the uh, the custodial staff know exactly you know what time we're going to be there where we're going to be and when we left so that they can go and sanitize after we leave that just seems like a lot of work that seems like brutal oh it's no it's 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 no joke the the protocol that we have to follow now in order to get onto campus it's it's no joke they they literally want to know every inch of every step that you take 
so that they know where a human being has been so that they can sanitize it and make sure that if anybody else goes through there, that it's, it's all been, it's all been clean. That's insane. Do yeah. You, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Do you think, when do you think you guys are going to be able to get back into the classroom? Um, you know what? I am hoping that for whatever reason, when uh, Dr. Baker put that October 8th date as the day that, uh, or October 9th or whatever that it was, I, I'm hoping that she knew something that she just couldn't, you know, divulge to anybody that she had some kind of magic crystal ball that if, if we can go back by that date that, you know, October 8th or 9th, uh, that's, that would be like the best case scenario. The worst case scenario would be not going back until uh, maybe after the winter break and be back in our classrooms in January of 2021. Yeah, you're you're definitely. I know some teachers that I'm hearing some teachers uh, like really want to be stay home and all that. But everyone I've talked to just wants to get back back in the classroom out of like the ten or so that I've talked to. Oh yeah, I mean, there's this. This is, I mean, a, as of right now, I can't come up with a better solution than to be able to do the Zoom meetings. Um, you know, in order to keep everybody feeling like that they're going to be safe and they're going to be healthy and they're not going to be, you know, wind up giving something to somebody, you know, that is going to cost them their life. I mean, that's just not. It's not worth it. Right. And you know, and I think that you know, I've got all of the resources. And I've, I've got the technological capability here at my home. So, I mean, I might as well stay here. Otherwise, I'd be at school sitting in my classroom all day long by myself. And just, you know, that, that just, I don't know. I think that would be more emotionally draining on me to do that there than to be here. You know what I mean? I feel that. What's your favorite... Uh section of american history to teach oh you know what it's it's probably toward the uh the end part of the year because the end part of the year really allows me to start to piece together where the story is going to continue and they're going to understand a lot better of the world that they live in when when they go off to high school for either 10th or 11th grade because they start to understand everything is unraveling after the Civil War. They really want to understand how in the world did we get to a world that is so turned upside down, especially with all of the civil unrest that's going on right now. This just didn't happen overnight. And the more news that you listen to, the more of the history that I give out to the kids in eighth grade, I've heard that more in the last five months than I've heard ever in my entire lifetime on newscasts, talk shows, this and that, of all of these influential people, all of these epic-defining moments in history from the 17 and 1800s that are now all of a sudden people are you know, shining a light on and saying, oh, well, this person said this back 200, 300 years ago. This event did this, and this is how it significantly impacts right now. So that connection between that time period of the end of the Civil War and Reconstruction is just blowing up right now for present day that we live in. And there's nothing better than to understanding what's going on today because of what happened in the past. So that that probably is the best one. 
Do you teach differently during an election election year? No, no, every no. I, you guys can attest to this. It's it's not about me impressing upon my views and my beliefs and my opinions. I want you guys to develop your own. I want you to take the information. I want the kids to be able to develop and have their own ideas, their own thinking because of what's being given to them as the information. I'll deliver all of the information from all of the sides for things, but ne never am I going to do anything that goes out of the ordinary that makes them, you know, say, oh, you have to believe this. You have to be a part of this. You've got to be this. You know what? Because that's just not the way the world works. The world, the world works in a way that the more information you have, the better decision you're going to be able to make about things and the better conclusion that you can draw based on that information gives you a stronger you know, argument to validate why and, and really it's going to allow somebody to listen to you more because you've got the evidence to support whatever claim you've come up with. Right. I, I guess I didn't mean it like that because I, I know you don't like you push your views on people or anything like, or on, no. on your students. I know you don't do that. But I meant like uh, do you focus more on like the electoral college and things like that during an election year? No, you know why? Because it's something that if if it's not it's not something that needs to have a spotlight on it just because it's an election year. It should have a spotlight on it because it it it, it impacts the entire country every year. Mm -hmm. And they and they need to understand that, you know, yeah, in an election year, you know, this is the way things are going to go down. This is what's happening, but overall, this whole entire idea of an election an electoral college and the way that the constitution is set up and the way that it was framed and the way that it was separated and balanced and checked, this is stuff that happens every day. So it, it just can't be, you know, spotlighted or it can't be just made a big deal just because it's an election year. It's a big deal all the time. Right. Well, I think if Patrick Payne was alive today or ever, <laughs> he would say you're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing a hell of a job. Good. Well, you know what? It's always good to have the, uh, the approval of the, uh, of, of the main, of the main guys yeah. that were that, that were there and uh, putting it all together on, on the fly. You're welcome. And by the way, it's crazy that you haven't uh, said thank you for our service for being on the front lines right now. We're, we're, we're hosting a podcast on the front lines, and it's sad that you haven't said anything about it. You know what? There, there comes a time where you have to save something for the end, and, <laughs> and, and I think, and, and I think, I think that, that you just spoiled my moment is what happened. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know what else I did want to mention? I can't go too much into detail, but, but Dr. Baker has showed Paul and I the crystal ball. So we've seen some stuff, but that's all I can say. Yeah. Hey, you know what, then that's good. Because like I said, if, if you guys are the ones that have the inside track to the scoop or whatever, and you're going to break the story, then you know what? Your, your, your podcast is going to blow up even bigger than it is. Then once you guys are able to announce that, then so, yeah. More to you. And I appreciate you calling her Dr. Baker. We're on a first name basis with her. Chill Baker is what we call her. But I'm, I'm glad that you respect her and call her Dr. Baker. You know what? I, I just I have to go there because uh, even though even though I, I taught her son, it's still just the idea that it's, uh, you know, something that they've earned. And if you've gone all that all that extra yardage to put a put a name like that in front of yours, you got to You got to go ahead and recognize it. Hell yeah. I got one more question. If you sure. if you could if you could go back in time and be one historical figure, uh, who would you be? Mm, good question. Oh man, um, 
You know, I, I, I think probably, you know, you, you, you look at that, that time period of the, of the abolitionists and when all of that was just completely going down with the Underground Railroads, with, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth, uh, Nat Turner. I mean, all, all of those people and, and what, what they were doing just kind of really represents what's what's happening right now with with everybody you know between the the nba the major league baseball you know hockey i mean all the sports teams are you know finally starting to promote the idea of of trying to make this country one that is one for all and and kind of living up to the ideas that were you know that were written in like the constitution where you know we the people you know you have you have to understand that pronoun represents all of the people and you know they they were on the they were on the front lines they they were the ones that were you know doing something that was getting the ball rolling and leading into you know you know where where things are still trying to be changed today is it true that harriet tubman had narcolepsy you know what? I, I haven't. I don't know if there's anything that I've seen that's like you know factual stuff. I've I've looked and I've I've heard about that, but not anything that I've like researched it and gotten into it because that, that that's one of those kind of like I tell the kids that's like trivia, uh, possible you know Jeopardy type of question. And you know what? If you want to go that far and dig that far and find out, that's that's all good and okay. Um, you know, but I, I haven't spent any of my time digging into that too much. I'll dig deeper for you and let you know. I'll report back. There you go, man. All right, Mr. Holiday, thanks for joining the show, man. This was awesome. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you having me on. For sure. We'll we'll and, get we'll and, get it going and, soon. And, and, hey, and, and yes, guys, you know what? It is good and we are very happy and very proud and hopefully you guys stay safe being on the front line because we need we need more live stuff right now because everything is just, you know, nothing's nothing's original. Nothing is new coming out, and you guys are keeping it fresh and real. So I appreciate you being on the front lines, man. We Thank appreciate you, that, and you can hire us anytime to uh, give a speech to your class. Oh, I'm way down. Awesome. I, I, I like that. <laughs> Hell All yeah. Right. All right, Mr. Holiday. We'll catch you later, man. All right, guys. Take care. Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. What a guy. What a teacher. What an educator, some are saying. What an educator. Well, look at us. Yeah. Do you think we'd be who we are today without Mr. Holiday? No, no chance. I totally agree. I absolutely agree. He's one of a kind, honestly. You're right. I'm so glad you brought up those Hawaiian shirts. Well. Oh, I forgot that. Okay, what were you going to say? You got him with the Hawaiian shirts, and you got Mr. Tate teaching English. That's just I forgot to ask if he was still the buffest dude of all time. Yeah, that's true. Does he still lift weights? Is he doing curls? And then you got uh, Haggerty just keeping it real. Can Haggerty lean back in his chair like That's he used to do question. with one knee up? Mm. That's a good question. Did he take his stool that he had from school, bring it to his house? True. That's what I want to know. These are all good questions. Also, I forgot to ask Mr. Holiday if he remembers the greatest high vibe of all time. Oh, shit. We forgot. To... Yeah. Wow, now I'm so pissed. Should we, re- should we call him back? I kind of want to. I was telling you. I always forget that, and everybody forgets this, that these teachers teach a million kids. Yeah. So, like, I love when kids go back 
and like say what's up to their teachers and the teachers just like I don't get I don't know who this I don't know who the fuck you are because you like either you didn't make an impact on me or I just forget because I teach a thousand kids. Right. You know, it's, but it's nice to know that he remembers us. I already want to, I cussed too. my bad. I already want to adopt the, the Vern. Yeah, that's cool. It's well, it's just like, I totally understand it now. And I was thinking about, uh, I was talking to John Morris, at the boathouse the other day. And I realized that's probably why he calls everyone babe. It's just tough to remember everyone, everyone's name. It's nothing against the person. But like, if you see a million people and you say, hey, babe, hey, Vern. So, Vern used to call everyone Vern. Yeah. So, he didn't have to remember their names, right? That's he still cra- does. Yeah. Oh, he still calls everybody Vern. Yeah. He still calls me Vern. What's up, Vern? I, didn't even, I don't even know his real name. I know his real name. But, uh, you know, but. Right. But that's, that's but what like, we should do. So, what, should I just call everyone John? What's up, John? You should come up with something sick. I don't know, cause you. I feel like you can get away with it. I don't know if I could get away with it. Yeah, because you're very good at knowing everyone's like you know everyone's name, everyone's birthday, everyone's like that's part of your charm. I know, but it sucks now because I'm a little bit old and I'm yeah. drunk all the time and I yeah. can't remember everything. You know, I usually have a pretty good memory. You do have a good memory, Paul. Thank you, but I can't see. I can't do that. Let's come up with a name for you. What do you think? Uh, well, like what's something? Don't. I was thinking buddy, but no, not buddy. Because if you say bud, it's kind of mean I think, sometimes. I, I don't think I'm a Sick name guy. Bud. I think I'm more of like a phrase. Like if just instead of saying like, hey, Paul, I'm just like, there's the captain of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not bad. Something like that. But that's just what I say. Well, I guess I already say morning. Yeah. Morning. That's, that's, our, that's part of how I get away with it. Morning is good. Morning. So instead of saying, hi, Paul, morning. Yeah, that you you do pretty good. Uh, morning is your phrase. The best thing about John is he'll say morning to you when it's like eight p.m. Well, yeah, morning. It's a state of mind. Yeah, morning. It's like hoodie season. Ah, there's the captain of the ship. If, see what I gotta start doing. But the way you get away with this thing is you say it to you start saying it all the time to people that you clearly do know their names. Yeah. So then when you forget the person's name, they don't feel as bad. Get the word around town. Yeah, get the word around town. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you hear John's calling everyone captain of the ship? It's super cool. Captain's not bad though. But does it go for guys and girls or no? It should. Yeah, 2020. because it's 2020. Yeah. Of course it does. Okay. There's good. plenty of captains out there that are True. That, that was are a women. stupid question. Actually, cut that out. That, yeah. yeah I'll, that, I'll that, that, was, that was a clear mistake. That was a mistake. I'll, I'll cut that part out. By the way, I forgot to bring this up earlier in the show. I went to... It's deadline week. Yeah. How are you doing? How's your mental... How's your state of mind right now? Um, This is one of the first deadline weeks in a while that you have been on the show. Yeah, there's a, I'm, I'm, I just don't want to jinx it. I'm, I'm doing like, it's going to go up to the deadline. Obviously midnight Friday, I'll be, it'll probably be like 2 a.m. Friday. I'll be working, Okay. but I'm not, I'm not too stressed right now because I have been putting in the work. Did a, did a like 8.30 p.m. coffee last night. I think, I think I started deadline earlier. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you know what? That's what you should do. Yeah. Instead of like trying to get my sleep last night, I just banged it and I just, I just stayed up till like two. Sleep is for the week, John. You sleep know is that. For the week, yeah. I didn't sleep either last weekend. If that makes you feel any better, that does. Yeah, a lot better. So I was, I was oh, also did you, up at two a.m. Did you were able to find our buddy, our Uber driver from Scottsdale? No, but we had some brutal ones. Really, Uber drivers are not good in Scottsdale. I just, well, 
Oh my god, you want to hear the most brutal thing? Yeah, I do. Ever? Water's Edge Winery. Downtown Long Beach. Took an Uber because, you know, I don't want to drink and drive, right? I'm a downtown guy. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, did I have a few more glasses than I would have expected? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Did you have a good time? Tried an amazing... Now, you know I'm a Big Daddy Red guy. Yeah, you that's, are. That's my favorite. But there was this one I never tried. It's an Amor. It's called Amor. It's a red wine. That means you love. You would love it. It's got like a vanilla, uh, oaky vanilla twist to the red wine. Oh, my God. I would love to try this thing again. I had one glass. I told Colin Mitzenbacher, I said, hey, I want to buy this thing come home. $40 bottle of wine. Left it in the in the Uber. You son of a gun. You know what? It was tough. I It was a Merlot. Wow. And I yeah. know you love your Merlot. I do love Merlot. Wow, a little vanilla, a little extract. Oh vanilla. man, just thinking about it. Oh man, I would crush a half. I'd crush half of that today. Yeah. Well, we would have had it for right now, and it's gone. God damn it, dude! But that Uber driver. Did you call him? No, because it's fifteen dollars for them to bring it back. So then it turns into a fifty-five dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, but and you haven't had it yet. Have you had it yet? Had you? Did you try it? Yeah, I had it. So it wasn't worth the fifty-five. It was worth the forty. It wasn't worth the fifty five. Okay, but that's just because we we're getting there still. Isn't right. that wouldn't you say? That's what we're 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 striving to be the fifty five dollar bottle of wine guys. Right now, I'm the ten dollar Carlo Rossi jug guy. Yeah. What I did is I felt I was like I was torn because you know I wanted that bottle. Yeah. But 50, so what I did instead of go, spending the extra fifteen for him to bring it back, I went to. Uh, grocery outlet and got a merlot for four dollars well that's good yeah i mean it's all the same to me it's all the same well it comes with the same barrel people yeah forget. true that's true uh what i was gonna say about scottsdale is i think uber drivers need to take a class and realize that uh scottsdale is a destination spot so you're gonna see a lot of people during the summer coming for bachelor parties bachelorette parties just to hang out with your boys to go golf and things like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Spring training is over there. I think people have to realize that that you can't talk to people from like March to September in the Uber. Yeah. They're drunk. What'd you say? They're drunk or hungover. Unless they talk to you first. Right. That's fine. But if they don't, and you know me, I'm very positive and you're positive. But when you're drunk or hungover, John, not drunk, but when you're hungover, I'll be honest with you. You're not that positive. No. And that's fine. And that's fine because there's it's called a headache. Yeah. And we get them sometimes. God, my life's a headache. That wow. parking ticket was a headache. I can't wait to go to my next Uber now, though, and say, hey, there's the captain of the ship. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Good start. That's yeah. a good start. And then they'll when they write down how was he in the Uber, in the comments they can say, well, he says... Well, there's the captain of the ship. Yeah. That's your yeah, thing. Yeah. And now all the Uber around. drivers will get it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's get to a little bit of news real quick. Have you seen this uh, colored tears thing? That Not tears. Not this. Not Sweet Home Alabama tears. No, no, no not those kind of tears. Like T-I-E-R-S? T- yeah. Kind of like the Pyramid of Success kind of thing, but mm. it's just a tier. The food tier pyramid. One, two, what a three, scam four. that was. Still a scam. Still a scam. Because where's, I mean, they don't even have wine on there. That should be on tier one or tier, which one is it? The bigger one's on the bottom. Yeah, the bottom one. It should be on the bottom. It must have. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah, everything in moderation. Uh, 
What was I saying? Oh, the tears. So your boy, Vinny Noose, comes out with uh, these tears of, of reopening. Okay. Right? And if, basically, if there are more than 8% uh, positive tests or some bullshit like that, then that means hair salons can't be open and things like that. So, and it gets judged like every two weeks. So if it hits two weeks and there's like more than 8% positive tests or something like that. And by the way, I didn't do a whole lot of research on this because first I can't read for one, two, I don't click on articles, only headlines. And, uh, but so that's what he says. Every two weeks, they're going to come out with a new judgment, whether they're going to be open or not. If those kind of, if you see your, you play, see your girl Pelosi, what'd she say? She, she got caught. Where all the salons are closed, and she got caught secretly going into one. No with her, way. With her barber, and she was on the security footage. But that's your girl. I mean, that's pretty incredible stuff. Like, it's just like what Rochelle, who we had on the show from Static, keeps bringing up. Like, okay, that's it's like it, it, there's an element of it being unsafe, but the alternative. The alternative is way more unsafe because girls are still doing it. Like, if you make salons open, they'll go in the salon and it's pretty damn sanitary. Right now, they're just doing it in homes. They're doing it, like, wherever they can. And, like, that's even worse. Right. And I don't... But I just don't get why the higher-ups, a.k.a. your boy, your boys, Vinny Noose and... uh and Bobby Garcia, I don't understand why they don't realize that. Like people are still going to be doing it and that's more unsafe. So why not like just say, Hey, let's be super cautious, open everybody up so we can have, uh, money. So people can have money. You know, that's actually kind of important sometimes if you think about it, John, because not everybody could get free food from Rosini's every day. Like me, you know what I mean? And by the way, Rosini's, they have to pay for that food too. So it, I'm getting it for free, but not them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why they're, they don't think like that. Like, Hey, let's make sure that everybody's happy instead of everybody hates themselves. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. But what just, I am thankful for, at uh, least me and you, like we don't log on. We, we're not in school, so we don't log or in a corporation. Mm-hmm. Like the people who log into zoom every day, First of all, it sounds miserable. Second of all, they probably have to talk about coronavirus every day. I basically forget about it like five times for like five days a week. I no, I, yeah, that, I absolutely forget about it. And the only reason that I remember is it's like when you want to go do something, like ah, shit, I can't. When I see a mask, I remember. Yeah. Other than that, I don't remember. And I yeah. have mine in my car. I always wear my mask. Look, say what you want about us. We're always following the rules. Yeah, that's true. We may true. not agree with the rules, but I'll follow the rules. I'm all sure. about keeping people safe. Yeah, well, let's keep and keep people happy. I love keeping people happy. Oh, I got uh, I got yelled at when I went to buy the bottle of wine at grocery outlet. No way. I uh, I got Karen'd in the store. No so way. The lady From in what? front of me, she finished her, she finished checking out, and I I was just daydreaming. You know me. I got I got all these thoughts up in my head, and uh, I I wasn't even thinking. I just she was done, so I went up to the I put my bottle of wine on the thing. Okay, and I started checking out. And she was still bagging her own items. And she turned to me and she goes, I thought they call you up when you, when it's time to go. She like scowled at me and said like, you shouldn't be here because I was in her vicinity of uh, six feet. Uh, I wasn't thinking about it. 
honest mistake. I said, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. And I just moved out. And then she just looked at me and shook her head and walked out. And the cashier was with me. She's a, she was she made a snide remark. To you? No, no, no. Oh, the, to the cashier. Well, the cashier just said, uh, she's like, wow, I didn't realize that lady knew all the rules or something. She was being cool. The cashier yeah. was just being nice. Oh, okay. But the bottom line was I, w- I was sorry. Well, People make mistakes. Everybody's I mad. Didn't, I wasn't like, no, uh, this is my right to stand here. She said that, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, and I walked away. Right. You didn't get... Relax. You, yeah. It, yeah. Or, hey, I got an idea for you, lady. Don't come to the store. We both had our masks on, and we weren't... I wasn't looking at... Like, I wasn't breathing on her. Right. We weren't even, like, our, our mouths weren't facing each other. Also, what I, what I was saying about these tiers is it's county-based. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Long Beach has its own health department, as you know, mm-hmm. right? So Long Beach can make their own decision, but your boy, Bobby Garcia, is never, ever going to s- go against what L.A. County says because that's... Well, for sure. That's who we, well, for one, he's a politician. So, And I, I'm not even blaming him for it because all he's trying to do is get the, a better job, the next job, which that's fine by me. But I just want everybody to know that that's the case. So if he does, if he wants to keep following Vinny Noose's rules and freaking uh, L.A. County's rules, that's fine with me. But I just want everybody to know that we have the opportunity to make our own decisions here in this city. True. I hate when people see. I hate when Bobby Garcia says that uh, we're Long Beach. You're really, not- you're really going out on Bobby Garcia right now. Well, you- well, you're well, you're a fair reporter because you're usually for him in his aquarium of the Pacific. Yeah, as you know, I'm unbiased. Yeah, I'm an unbiased reporter. Yeah. Uh, and when I say unbiased, it's because the guy freaking charged me sixty nine bucks on a parking <laughs> ticket. So I'm gonna be a little bit mad. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not happy about it. I'm kind of pissed at him right now. I wonder if he was going around on Friday night showing people like, "Hey, I got Slater on sixty nine. And he probably did. Yeah. That son of a bitch. He probably did. He he always talks about how Long Beach is not L.A., things like that, or everybody says that Long Beach is not L.A. Yeah. But it sure as hell doesn't feel like it during true. this goddamn lockdown. True. Why don't we true. do our own thing? We're safer than freaking L.A. where there's 9 million people walking the streets every day. True. You know? Let's freaking do our own thing. So this is what it says. Positive tests, more than 8%. That's considered widespread. That's when everything's shut down. Five to eight is substantial. Five to eight percent positive test is substantial. That's when uh, indoor businesses are closed. Non-essential indoor businesses, so they can be outside. Right? Is that what it what it means? Moderate is two to four point nine percent. That means that some indoor businesses uh, are open with modifications, and then if it's less than two percent, it's minimal, mm-hmm. and that means basically everything is open. I hope whoever came up with these statistics, I hope there's at least one where it's like, where it's called YOLO. Like if, if the death rate's like, 80, like 80%, uh, like don't, yeah. don't lock me down. There's gotta be a point where it's like, yo, we're all going to die. Everything's open. Go to freaking fantastic cafe for your last meal. I like that. It's like <laughs> shooting the moon in hearts. Yeah. Shooting the moon. Yeah, 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 exactly. I like that. So that's what we got to make sure that we're like, obviously I don't want everyone on earth to die, but if we are, I sure as hell don't want to be locked down. I agree. See, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, if I was about to die right now, which I could with the virus, you True. never know. Then I want to look good doing it. Oh, In the casket, I want to have a haircut. You best believe it. I want to have a haircut. 
Manic finally go get that Manny Petty. Exactly. We're finally going to go get that Manny Petty. Massage, eh? Yeah. Really well, get the muscles loose for that death. For, for eternity? You kidding me? Oh, I don't yeah. want to go in there with a stiff neck. Yeah, if I'm going up to the pearly gates, I want freaking God, my boy, to be like, you know what? You look good today. Michael's going to be like, hey, you look, eh? <laughs> this, let's move this guy to the front of the line. Might need to go to the. I might need to go shop in a store to get a V neck. So I get if it's wow. like one oak. Yeah, that's true. We it, all know Paul and I didn't get into one oak because <laughs> yeah, we didn't, because we weren't wearing V necks. What if heaven's one oak? That's a good point. Is everybody wear white in heaven? Mm. Or do you? Or maybe it's like you walk in there and it, it just happens. I don't know. You can't wear white after Labor Day, so make sure to get your white in, right? Isn't that true? Or is uh-huh. it before Labor Day? Or can you only wear white after Labor Day? Wasn't it always after Labor Day? I think, well, it's fall colors. You got to start getting fall. You're in a nice maroon shirt right now. That looks good. Yeah. Also, I'm supporting Bruin football, by the way. Shout out Coach Ziggy. I got your sweatshirt on. I forgot to tell you. I think I was, this is what I was going to say. I go into the store for the deadline, right? Buy you a couple of Croix. Because I I care. It's because I care. It's because I care. And no joke. This is what, this was my thought process. There was like Halloween decorations everywhere. And I was like, why the fuck are there Halloween costs or things everywhere? And I totally forgot the next month's October. Yeah, it's coming. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought uh, it was June. Well. And I mean, well, they were in a pandemic, so there is no time. Time doesn't exist in the pandemic. But still, I was so goddamn rattled. I was like, there's candy everywhere. It's like, why is why That's are like there a spiders? hot debate. People are, it's like a big thing if people are going to be trick-or-treating or not. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What what was our take on trick-or-treating last year? Do you remember? It's going to change this year because, you know yeah, we'll me, I like flip to flip-flop. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, – did we do a take on – I don't know. Well, did we like Halloween or hate Halloween last year? I feel like I, I, I hated it. Because li- this year we hated summer. No, but did we flip-flop? No, yeah. Well, Next year we're going to love summer. It's next. Yeah. Should we get on the train early? Yeah. But no, I'm very much looking forward to the time change right now. Didn't we just have a time change? No, it's it's about to start getting super dark. Oh, fall back. Yeah. Fall, fall back. Yeah. Fall back. Yeah. Spring forward. This fall is back. our time. Do so we get that? Do we get that extra hour? Where we do. We are the time podcast. We're going to get it soon. It's going to be dark as shit at like 2 p.m. Oh, it's gonna I be can't awesome. wait for that. Hoodie, hoodie, hoodie. I technically have never stopped. Yeah, you have been. It's been hoodie season for you all. Yeah. All year, which is nice. I wear by the way, wore a, a sweatshirt on the plane. I always tell people, are you going to be a little bit cold on the plane? Yes, it's three degrees on every flight. So make sure to bring a sweatshirt while you're on there. And if you have a sweatshirt on, they're more likely to pat you down. So if you want to get touched a little bit. That's true. I was told that. If That's you have true. a sweatshirt. You do. Especially if you're a big, strong guy. Yeah. Like me and you. They check your hood or and stuff. Or the type of people that could, you know. Mm-hmm. We could do some damage. Oh, man. You ever but see snakes on a plane? Yeah, yeah, true. Well, just saying, we could do some of the, some of that stuff. So yeah, you get uh you get patted down if you wear a sweatshirt. All right. Do you have anything? Oh, what I was gonna say about this testing thing. Why don't we, as like a community, as a county, just all not get tested? Mm-hmm. Then all the rates are there is no positive tests. Mm-hmm. 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 You that know, makes a lot should of we sense. all come together? Who are the people out there that are getting tested all the time? Yeah, I don't know. We do, we got tested. Paul and I got tested. Negative. Right. Uh, By the way, it's like just—it's not brutal. It's just like, do I want to go get tested every day? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if we just never get tested again, that means that we don't have a positive test. True. So we could open everything up again. Yeah. 
And that might not be the safest thing of all time. But if you're nice and healthy, young kids like me and you, yeah, you know, that's cool for us. Then all the old people just stay inside all the time. Well, people need to stop thinking about other people. That's true. You know what? How did we become? Look, ask Mr. Holiday. How did the United States become the United States? We started thinking about ourselves and not about anybody else. We oh. we weren't thinking about England. Yeah. We were thinking about the colonies. The colonies were thinking about themselves, and all of a sudden, we got the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it's the United States. Each state thinks about themselves. You know, I thought of the other day. Someone's like, "Why are we so divisive as a country? Like, our country is more divisive now than ever. Like, pretty sure the Civil War was the most divisive our country's ever been. We literally got in a war. Yeah, we were in a war with each other. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Like, I'm not saying our country's perfect, but that was. We're not more divisive than ever. We literally, we're literally killing each other. Who would you? Thank be? God, we're not killing each other. That's true. Who would not? Well, not. I mean, there are obviously people well, they are, are killing. There, are, there, people. Are. there will always be people killing each other, but at least it wasn't the greatest uh, bloodbath of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More people, more Americans died in the Civil War, John, than they did in World War II. That's a fact. That is a fact. I'm not sure. I just made that up, but that's probably a fact if you think about it. Damn good possible fact. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh. Who would you be if you had to go back in, in as a historical mm. figure? I was wondering when you said that. Do you have yours? No, but I think I'm going to come up with it soon. Um, Maybe. Does he have to be famous? I don't think so. He has to do, he has to have to do with history, though. Okay, he has to have to do with history. Um... The person who cooked the first Thanksgiving. Oh. That's pretty good. Literally brought together the pilgrims and the Indians over their food, and then there's a holiday celebrating your food. Plymouth Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Was that his name? No, that's the place, wasn't it? Okay. That's actually not that bad. I mean, think about it. Revolutionized the game. Yeah. Borderline like the biggest holiday that's not a holy day? That could be a fact. In America? Did we bring it up on this show? Like Flex on USA? Christmas, Easter, 4th of July is creeping up. I love me a good 4th of July, but I love me a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's not bad. Who would have thought? Put the bread in the turkey, you know? Yeah, that's actually very, that's a good point. And then he decided, he's like, you know what? I cooked this great meal. That's not enough. Let's play football too. I mean, yeah. this guy was, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know who it was. We should probably look that up. That's the question of the week. What was our question of the week last week? Uh, oh, know? I got an email about oh, it was who's the LBCC girl, and I, I know Perfect. who it is. Perfect. It's Hit a, me. Well, I have to find it. All right, let me all filibuster for you. Uh, filibuster, uh, United States Congress 2020. It's an election year, John. Oh, wait. Everybody vote. I'm not going to read your name because I've, I can't find the email, and I forget. It wasn't that exciting, but uh, I got this other email. Oh, uh, what was it? This is breaking news. No way. Specifically emailed to the publisher of Long Beach Generate Magazine. That's you. Um, I can't read this whole email, but basically, okay, the book is, he, he published a book under an alter ego name because he's trying to be, people are trying to murder him every day for the truth he's on revealing. Like that, oh, is it that Boeing, that guy from Boeing that we saw at, <laughs> at Boondocks or whatever that place was we were at? <laughs> Remember that guy from Boeing who had he had all this secret intel, but he couldn't tell us. Oh yeah, roughly like barely. Yeah, yeah. We were pretty blacked at that time, that point, but yeah. still, that was that epic. was epic. 
This is, yeah, this is very of the same alley. The book is highly important because it deals with COVID-19, which is a bacteriological, which is a, which is waged to suppress the message of the benefits of vegan diet on all levels, to kill vegan people, doctors, scientists, activists, celebrities, and to prevent people from learning that they have to massively go vegan to print prevent the extinction of humanity and for their own health. No way. So that's what we forgot to mention. And that's what I don't think people realize is that COVID-19 is not what they think it is. It was created to kill vegan people. Oh, 11,000 scientists published a report in the November, 2019 in the journal bioscience telling the world that we must massively adopt a predominantly plant based plant based diet to avoid catastrophic consequence of global warming. And this was created in China. Maybe you will agree to promote the release of such book, which concerns the entire world. Well, d- how many vegans are there in China? I don't think there's any. Well, I don't know this. I don't think they think it's from China. They think this uh, was just created. Well, the good thing is you ate a lot, a lot of meat over the weekend. So you're fine. I'm chilling. Yeah. The coronavirus isn't going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. This person said they've escaped more than 85 murder attempts. I risk my life every day. The network tries to implement criminal schemes against me every day. Well, that's why Ashley Fry's got sick then. Oh, true. Uh-huh. The one hmm. person we've had hmm. on the show that's had coronavirus hmm. is a vegan. Hmm. Hmm. It's just something to think about. Hmm. Should we call this guy? Have him on the phone or have him on the show? Uh, we can't, He can't give me his information. Uh, that's pretty sick. He gave me a link. I didn't click it. <laughs> Yeah, we don't click links. <laughs> Only headlines. Uh, uh, but anyway, so. If I had to pick one person, I think I'd be Paul Revere. I, w- I almost went with him. Because you didn't have to do too much. I didn't know, but he's famous But he's famous shit. for yeah. it. Yeah. That's what you're going for. Yeah, and that's what I want to be. You... He basically hosted the first podcast. What could you do? <laughs> if you think about it. It's true. Said the same message across to every single person. Yeah. Uh, what could you do today in today's world that would mirror that? Like what you just need to start riding. Well, motorcycle uh, horse. Yeah, motorcycle, and then you just hold like a sign on your motorcycle on the freeway or a scooter. Do electric scooter. I like that. And then, and then what say, do you say? Just do it for Long Beach and say COVID nineteen kills vegans. Yeah. Well, who's coming? Oh, uh, who is coming? Oh. Uh, the tickets. The tickets are coming. Yeah. Watch out. The tickets are back. Because I you had to pay $69. I haven't paid yet. And I don't... What happens if I don't pay? What if I just never pay? Well, you might have just... I don't know. What's going to... Are they going to put you in jail? I dare you to put me in jail. Well, there's a pandemic going around. True. Uh, I think it just probably goes up. Is it like a library? But how... Late fees? Yeah, it, I think it does go up, but if I just keep doing it, does it just keep going to like $1 million and then I just die? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely dead? know that the, it's definitely one of those things where the key is you have to die eventually. Yeah. Uh, Which uh, joke's on you, Bobby. I'm about to be dead in two months. Yeah, dead ass. Because of the coronavirus. I might switch to veganism and that'll really get them. Yeah. Well. All right. I don't know. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. By the way, Beverly O'Neill's birthday, 90 years old. Give her a quick shout out. Congrats. Mayor Bev. Yeah, hit it to 90. That's pretty sick. She was uh, three times elected on the write-in ballot. Yeah, people forget that. 
it's glad that we it's our show that likes to bring that kind of stuff up i'm mm-hmm. glad people you're welcome to the listeners out there uh beverly o'neill met her one time all right let's get to the nine oh by the way we have a little special thing coming up after mm-hmm. this nine oh athlete of the week uh we i'll do the nine oh athlete first okay. nine oh eight athlete of the week this week Juju Smith-Schuster. A little good Juju, bad Juju. Juju. Let me tell you why. Okay. He just got sponsored by MeUndies. No way. You know MeUndies? Yeah. Yeah. I have him on right now, actually. MeUndies. Uh, I'm a Haynes guy. I don't know if you've heard of Michael Jordan, but... Yeah, true. He's probably a little bit better at his craft than Juju. But. Yeah, but one way to get better is to be sponsored by an underwear company. True. And that's what Michael Jordan did. So, that's a little good Juju for you. Yeah. So, good for him. He's going to have a big year. Football's coming back, John. I like that. Can't wait. We're going to have our draft party here in a little bit. Yeah. Six feet apart, though. Of course. Yeah, everybody gets their own bowl of chips and their own dip. I prefer that. Yeah, me too. I'm telling you, a lot of good things are coming out of this pandemic. I agree. I agree. Because how many times have we gone to a party and we're like, wow, we should all buy our own onion dip. But it just seemed a little bit aggressive. But now we have to. And you could double dip all the time. Of course. Huge. Huge. All right. Congrats to Juju. All right. Big weekend, John. Big weekend, Kentucky Derby, your favorite weekend. Thank God you're going to be done with the deadline so you can absolutely get loose for the Kentucky Derby. How many mint juleps are we going to have? 100? Uh, it's going to be close. 150. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of a day. Let's – you think I have my deadline the day before the Kentucky Derby, not on purpose? Yeah, you know what you're doing. Well, it's not like – it's not like that someone told me that. They're like, oh, we should probably have you turn it in the day before the Kentucky Derby. No, 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 no. This was long time planned. You know, the pandemic happened. Then you have to shift your schedules. Uh, the mint's going to be flowing, and the simple syrup is going to be a very good consistency this year. I can feel it. We did a hell of a job last time. Yeah, you want a little French toast? Oh, uh, I might as well. I might need to sleep in. We'll see. It'll be a late night Friday. Yeah, maybe I'll make you the French toast. Well, that'd be a nice twist. You know what? That'll be nice. The All right. French switcheroo, huh? We have our horse racing ups, uh, expert, our Kentucky Derby expert. Equestrian. For our equestrian questions. Yeah, for the equestrian questions. Or if you just want to make some money off some gambling tips for who you should bet on and how you should bet, we got our guy Sage Pullen on the phone. Dr. Locke. Dr. Locke. Doc Locke. Doc Locke. We got Doc Locke on the phone to give us some of our expert picks. Let's let's send it to him and we'll sign off with him. What do you think about that? That'll be fun. That's a nice little fun little thing for our listeners there, eh? Yeah. All right. Let's, get, let's send it to Doc Locke. Wow. Seven projects. We got our horse racing expert, Sage Poland, a.k.a. Doc Locke. He's got all of the answers for us. Sage, welcome to the show. Hit us with the heat, bro. We need the money. Who do we got? Who do we like in the Kentucky Derby? Grossi's favorite day of the year. Well, I appreciate you guys having me back. Um, yeah, it is. It looks like it looks like this should be a, a one-horse race, and you're just trying to find – who's going to fall in behind them and hopefully you're finding some value there. Well, I don't, I don't think to the is going anywhere. It doesn't look like he's going to go anywhere uh, other than just finishing across the wire it, with quite a distance too. So he, so is tis the law, the one that won the Belmont? Yes. He, won the Belmont. Yep. He's the triple crown he, horse. Triple crown horse. Yeah. So basically he's, he's won three straight grade one races. 
So, I mean, the fact that he comes back from the Belmont and then is going to go ahead and go out there and then just crush it at the Travers and then come back, it's, yeah. So Tis the Law is basically Michael Phelps. Kind of. He's going for a lot of rings here. Who's the Ryan Lochte of the group? Good question. Just going to, like, come in second maybe, but yeah. overrated. Um, overrated, uh, you could go a couple different ways. Um, Honor AP might be in there. He's looking like the second favorite right now. Um, and yeah, I think he could be a little overrated, but also just show up if he has a clean path. Um, so don't disregard Honor AP, but when you're looking at your bets, and I mean, really, you're not going to get a whole lot of return if the odds stay uh, where the morning line is at three to five on top of a five to one. You might start thinking, why am I putting my money on that? Um, but you know, don't be surprised if you see it come in seventeen sixteen. I got my eyes over here on NY traffic, and it's just you know you always underestimate it, but then it really comes comes into play. What what are your thoughts on that? Uh, he knows how to finish second. I, I don't know if you've mm. looked at him or watched him at all. Um, the last out, um, I'm pretty sure his last out, he ran against Authentic, who all of a sudden was just going a hand ride, the 18 horse there. And Mike Smith was all of a sudden didn't realize that New York traffic was not fully beat um, and just came out hot at the end. Um, so he knows how to finish second. I don't think anybody's beat NY traffic before. No, John. you really can't. Except for Kramer that one time. Oh. Or was that George Costanza? Maybe one of those beat traffic one time when they were going to the what? airport. What do you think? What do you think about King Guillermo? That kind of, that sounds kind of sick. I bet King Guillermo back in July. Um, I did a future bet with him. Um, I've had him with uh, a couple of art collector who, who had a foot injury. Otherwise, UT art collector is the second favorite, uh, but it was a late scratch. Um, so I like King Guillermo. King Guillermo um, has shown some, some good speed in there. Um, also is going to be able to come from behind. When you watch a race like this, you're going to actually have to look for, you know, horses that are going to be a little stock. And then all of a sudden when you see your horse, you know, we've all done it. We've all seen it when all of a sudden you have your horse going backwards and you see these other ones kind of picking through and weaving. Um, it's nice to have those guys on the underneath. Um, but yeah, I like King Guillermo. I'd be really, really, really happy if he were able to win. Um, so I'm going to have him in like all of my, all my exotics. Uh, so I know I'm supposed to be the big Derby guy, but I have to ask the captain of the ship this, this question. Cause you know, a little more than me. Uh, do you, there's going to be no fans there or like what's, what's the Derby day around the horse racing going to look like this year? <laughs> no fans there. Yeah. No fans there. Unfortunately, it was going to be reduced. They, they, they took the infield out first and then they're all of a sudden the, the millionaires row aren't even going to be able to be there. So it's going to be kind of empty, but the good thing for the majority of these horses are, I mean, they're going to be used to that at this point. Um, their season got extended. A lot of them have ran against each other. So it shouldn't be a surprise that they're not getting a roar coming out the turn. But, um, but like, are we still going to get like full day coverage from Mike Trico? Yeah, that's what I need. Oh, yeah. Him and Randy Moss will be up there doing their thing uh, all day because they're going to need that. Now more than ever, they're going to need to have I, – I just use now more than ever. I hate myself. Uh, but they need that money coming in because uh, if you don't have 130,000 people making bets on site, you need everybody else's uh, money coming from all over. The white Randy Moss, right? White, white Randy Moss. Yeah, the the football Randy Moss won't be there, will he? I, that would be the, the – if he got a clearance to go there, that would be the upset of the century you, if the other Randy Moss is there. Do you have a hat, a Kentucky Derby hat? Aren't oh, like you, a big one? Yeah, aren't, aren't, the, aren't you supposed to wear a big hat? Or is that only girls? That's normal. 
it's, it's mainly girls, but a lot of, you'll see the, you know, the fedora. The fedora is popular for guys. Oh, I, mean, I don't have one, though. You don't have a fedora? Oh, you got to get on board. No. Oh, you've been looking good, eh, gross? Oh, I got like seven. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, what's the deal with money moves? Here, here's what I think. This is what I do. If anything has anything about money in the horse's names, mm. it's got a place. Yep. No, like it's got to be on the old top three. Money horse might have been, and I hope you play it and it comes in for you. But that might have been the easiest toss uh, out of all of them. Oh, fuck. The, the oh, first man. three races it had were only 583 yard races. Comes out, runs a mile and an eighth. All right, so now we're lengthening out. Gets second, but that wasn't graded. It wasn't a stakes race. It, it just, I don't even know why it's here, but it's at 30 to one for some reason. It's got a good, got a good trainer. So. What are the chances you buy a horse race at some point in your in your life? I would love to have a horse at some point. Um, I, I in my order of preference, I'd own a horse before I own a house. It's just not all up to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll be the next Bob Baffert someday? I don't think we're going to see another Bob Baffert uh, ever in our lifetime. Wow. I, we could be wrong, but that it just doesn't seem that likely. What yeah. a special time. You know, people get so mad at 2020, and it's like, yeah, but we literally live in the same era as Bob Baffert. That's True. a good point. That's a Except for point. If, we, if it wasn't for COVID, we would have been talking about different Baffert horses in here. We'd be, we'd be talking about Nadal, and we'd be talking about um, uh, Charlatan. I'm so those are two guy. horses that we're going to be – those guys were going to be the, the favorites uh, before all this happened, and now it's an easy to the law. I don't know. Nadal and Charlatan sounds like the same horse to me. Yeah, I don't. I'm, they, a, I'm a big Federer guy anyway, so I would never bet on that horse. Charlatan was the one to beat. They one of one of which has been retired of the two. It's just stud now at this point. Wow, that's kind of cool. I can't wait till I stud out. Hang me and bang me. Yeah, that's what I always say. <laughs> uh. All right, so can you give us what you're going to say? So a lot of people don't know how to bet on horses. Like, they don't know the lingo or whatever. Tell me yep. or tell the listeners what you're going to say when you go to – I don't even know if you could go to the window or whatever. Yo, also, where do you go? How do I place yeah, a bet? How do we I have bet? no idea. You guys, I'm where you're at. Losal should be available. You can go to Losal and go up to the windows there. And if you don't want to go there, you can go to, you can go to the machine there. If you don't want to talk to a person, I like talking to a person if I can. Um, but there's going to be off-track betting sites uh, all over that you should be able to go to. Um, if you can't go there, check out Sammy's original down in Lake Forest for the SoCal listeners. Um, that's a good spot. Um, it's going to be packed that day. So I'd say if you want to sit down, get there early, or you can do what I do is just go either the day before, day of, early, bet it, leave, go watch it at your house. And get blacked. And then what do you say? Yeah, I mean, so it's a lot cheaper that way. <laughs> give us exactly what you're going to say. All right, so um, since I already put my win money back uh, a couple months ago on King Guillermo, I'm not going to be doing any win money on this. Plus, again, I'd just be betting to his law, and there's not a lot of return. Um, so I'm going to just do an exacta box. You can, it's at least $1. You can move up from there if you got more money. Um, I'm going to put four horses in, um, and I've kind of talked myself around a couple of the, the favorites, like the Authentics, Honor APs. I'm, I'm kind of tossing them, actually. Um, and so I'm going for value. I will have, uh, not in order, but just in there, bottom up. Um, I'm basically going to have the two, six, 10, 17 boxed. So they can come in any order in the exacta. I'll probably do that with the trifecta as well. So you say, I want an exacta box with the two, what, what are the numbers? I have the two max player, six King Guillermo 
10,000 words and then 17 Tizla. You would pick 1,000 words, freaking young. Uh, what's that guy? Hemingway. You're like a young Hemingway. Yeah. True. 1,000 words looked good. It's, it's had a couple nice wins. It beat Honor AP last race out. I, I, if I'm looking at a horse that's at 5 to 1 that just lost to the 15 to 1, let me just take the. The fifteen to one. Might as well, right? That's be- better odds, John. Well, all you need is one picture to beat a thousand words. That's so true. That's a good point. Sort, of, sort of the Achilles heel. <laughs> well, thank God. What was that one art collector? He wasn't in it. Thank God. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, dominated. It would have yeah. dominated a thousand words. That's true. That's very true. All right. So, exact the box with the two. Say it one more time for the listeners. Two, six, ten, seventeen. And if we win, and we put like two bucks on that, how much we win? So if you do it, it depends on which order. If it's going to be Tisla first, um, you're going to really be hoping that you're going to have like Max Player coming in second there, because um, that's a thirty to one morning line. Um, the odds are always going to shift, uh, but you should still be looking at even with a horse that short. If you're dodging the, the second favorites and third favorites, you could still look at that on a two dollar exacta, giving you fifty plus back. Wow, I like that. So if we put in fifty, we're basically millionaires. Yeah, we're going to be rich out. <laughs> Yeah, but remember, if you box it, you're doubling your bet. But yeah. Oh, so we put we bet a hundred then. If we bet fifty, we bet a hundred. Yeah, if you have a fifty dollars straight up with just two horses. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, now we know. Now we get so, it. So be careful. Okay. Well, be careful with your bets. Don't box yes. it. Well, yeah, box it. Box it, but be careful. If you bet two bucks, that means you have to pay four bucks, right? Yep. See, I got. So, like, I know my stuff. So if I did a one dollar, if you do a one dollar with those four horses, it's a uh, twelve dollar, twelve dollar total. Oh, okay, that's okay. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. All right, give us a so. Grossy's the mint julep king. Everybody knows it. He makes probably the best mint julep outside of Kentucky. If I had to guess, no, John. Uh, yeah, outside of Kentucky, that's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Best mint juleps outside of Kentucky is John Grossy. What's another drink that we need to be thinking about from our also alcohol expert Sage Poland as well? Um, I got a good one. I have a good one actually for you guys. Um, I've been watching a YouTube thing on with about horse racing, and they have this guy from New York making drinks on there too. Um, so he has the mint julep, and he's like, if you have people there that just don't really like mint or don't want just a real straight, straight tasting drink, um. It's a bourbon peach colada. Oh. And basically, you get one cup of frozen peaches, half ounce of lemon juice, three ounces of cream of coconut, and then wow. uh, he said that, like three ounces of bourbon. I'm saying put more in there. Just to, go to ahead and like blend it. it on a high for about 15 seconds, yeah. and then just a nice little blended drink. Well, that sounds fun, Sage. Well, how it's it depends how weird you want your brain to feel, you know? Do I want two ounces of bourbon? Do I want 17 ounces of bourbon? You know what I mean? I mean, we're not just, you're not going to make one at a time. You're going to make a big picture. So you may as well just kind of eyeball the bourbon at that point. I well, like your style. The one problem, that sounds like a delicious recipe, but the one problem is as it's not a derby recipe. And I can make it a derby recipe if you just say uh, a blotch of peaches, a jigger of coconut, true, uh, true. bourbon to your liking, and uh, toss in uh, some ice. No ice though. Frozen peaches. That's a key. frozen peaches. You don't peach. even oh, have yeah. the water. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A blotch of, of uh, a handful of frozen peaches. I like that a now, lot. Now that's actually. a derby recipe. So it's it turns into a nice frozen drink, but it's because of the peaches. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's smart. I never thought about that. I, we should do that with four locos. It's like when you toss apple juice and tostinos in the blender, and it's frozen apple juice pizza. Yeah, I I like that a lot. <laughs> 
right. Sage, thanks for Doc Locke. Thanks for joining the show, dude. This was a good time. You're probably going to make a lot of people a lot of money, and uh, we should get you some money for that. Uh, people forget we had maximum security last year. That's we true. Did. We just didn't have country house. Mm, yeah. That, you know, let's hope for a, uh, finally a derby with no controversy. That's yeah, what I'm looking for. That, you know, that's too much. Everybody should win. Yeah. Uh, captain of the ship. We got a little, uh, surprise where you're going to help sign us off. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. This is, we're actually signing this off right now. This is the back end of the show. Wow. All right. Do, do you want to, do you want to say our sign, our signature sign off? Shoot is shoot. Well, you got you shoot. Forgot, uh, you, you forgot the first part. You started, then Sage. Okay, then, good, then po- good point. Okay, Sage, life is great in the 908. Shoot is shoot. So shoot, shoot your shot. Shot. Thanks, buddy. No, I mean. Thanks, guys. What you gonna do when I come through, You need more practice, maybe you like this To enjoy the game by midway I can drive around you, even shoot a trait A three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet Back it out and fade away all net Hang time You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound, game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?